0: This is the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast, brought to you by Rocket Matter. Hello and welcome to the 10 Minute Law Firm Podcast where we will be discussing all things to make law firms more profitable. I'm your host this week again, Lisa Pancini, Creative Manager of Rocket Matter, the leading provider of cloud-based legal practice management and time and billing software. Today we're going to talk about taking a digital detox. Ooh. You know, we're constantly getting barraged on all sides. We got news, social media, text, tweets. And if you're anything like us, your phone literally does not stop beeping with alerts. And today with me again is our normal host and CEO of Rocket Matter, Larry Port, to talk about his experiences limiting tech. Larry, welcome back.
1: Lisa, thanks for inviting me again.
0: Hey, no problem at all. So just to start off right off the bat, Larry, can you, can you tell us what you mean by taking a digital detox? That sounds both horrific and, and, and you know, intriguing at the same time.
1: Yes, uh, well, basically the idea is to limit your consumption of technology um, in one way or another. You know, um, for me, it means not looking at my computer, not going online, not looking at the news or anything like that. It's, uh, it's, been, it's been very good. It's been very good.
0: Sweet. Um, not to sound weird, but isn't it kind of ironic that you're the CEO of a software company and you're advocating against using technology?
1: I, get, I guess it kind of does seem that way, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, Here I am trying to sell a legal technology product, and I'm talking about not using technology, legal or otherwise. But to me, it's pretty important. I, I think that there's something, and I don't know if it's just me, and I'm pretty sure it's not just me, but there's something about excessive smartphone use and excessive online use that is just mentally fragmenting for me like when i use a smartphone too much or i'm on the computer too much it's almost like this addiction and i think it has been shown to be an addiction and you see photos and news in south korea where people are in internet addiction centers but it's very important for me to make sure that i limit my usage of tech every so often there's um And and I'm not the only one. I know that there's, uh, I've seen articles about executives in Silicon Valley that are much more hardcore than I am, especially when it comes to their children and their use of tech. Like they're not allowed to use iPads during the week or phones during the week at all. That would definitely not fly in my household. But I think for me, you know, and and I don't do this that often. um, I try and set the phone down. I try and engage in a lot of activities where I can't be using My phone, whether it's like doing outdoorsy stuff or playing catch or playing Frisbee or doing whatever it is. So, you know, those pockets during the day where I can't use my phone, I I really like that. And I think it makes going back to the crazy smartphone world where you're getting tweets and texts and all sorts of alerts all day long makes it a little bit more palatable for me.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely know what you mean there. I mean, there have been many times where I have considered just tossing my iPhone aside. I love it, but you know, going back to that that brick of a Nokia where all you could really do is play snake all day. <laughs> that would be wonderful. But um so as far as this digital detox, how is, you know, how is it done? How do you really do it successfully?
1: Well, there's a couple ways you could do it. First of all, I mean, and and I've heard some people like incorporating like some old school ideas, like going all biblical, like you know on the Sabbath they're going to shut it down, you know. So there's some people that are just going to do that. They're just like on Saturdays they're not going to use it, on Sundays they're not going to use it. They're just they're just going to go cold turkey. Um, now, in a lot of instances you can't just do that. Maybe you have a dependent, you have like a parent that you're taking care of, you got a kid in a school, and you want to make sure that you're not aware of that. Like if you if you can do it in stages, right? So if 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 the if the smartphone is what's driving you crazy. And to me, to me, the worst thing is the smartphone because it's in your, you, you have this device in your hand that basically has, you, you can access all of the knowledge ever created by mankind in your, in your hand. And that is strongly alluring. And, and anybody who ever you've ever met or you wanna get in touch with, you can get in touch with them through this device as well. So, you know, the smartphone is, is 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 crazy when it comes to this kind of thing. So one thing that you can do is get a burner phone that just has very limited functionality. And I call it burner phone, meaning that you can just kind of use it and throw it away like you're a spy in a movie, but you get a prepaid phone, a flip phone or whatever, that all it does is make calls. And you give it to a select few people, you give it to the school, you give it to the person who's taking care of your parent or whomever, and they can reach you there. So if you want to ditch your smartphone for a week or two, that's a great, great, option. I highly recommend it. Um, the, the, the trick, however, is that when you're on vacation, it just so happens that the smartphones have the most amazing cameras Possible, I don't know about possible, but you know, unless you're carrying around some big lug of of a SLR camera with a huge lens, they beat the little digital elves and all those kind of tiny little cameras too. So, you know, when I try and do it, the problem that I have is that the the iPhone camera is just so unbelievably effective and perfect. So, but one technique is definitely to kind of like downgrade your technology for a little bit. So that's one technique. The other thing I would like to uh, talk about is just completely switching how you consume the news. Do we have time for me to explore that one a little bit?
0: Yeah, definitely. I think we have a few minutes left.
1: Okay. Because I know it's a 10 minute law firm podcast. And if I go over, we get these very angry letters. So, all right. So anyhow, the idea with, uh, with changing your news habits is pretty effective as well. So the news these days is, I don't know about you, but I find it to be very stress inducing. It's just, you know, everything's about the political situation in Washington and there's analysis upon analysis and upon analysis. Now, I'm a, I'm a big supporter and reader of the New York Times. Um, I realize not everybody is. I will defend the organization, but I will say that their, their coverage is so much about the president. Um, I switched over for the Wall Street Journal for a while and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe all this news is happening in the world, you know, because so much was taking place in Washington that's being covered by the New York Times. I switched over to the Wall Street Journal and now I'm reading okay, I'm reading what's happening in the news, but it's not ad nauseum, right? So, you know, and I'm reading and learning how it's going to affect kind of the business community. So what I found is that by changing the way I consume the news, it's, it can be a lot easier. The other thing that, that I've noticed is that I consume exclusively through online news. So I read the news online or I read a newspaper. If I'm on a digital vacation, I take a newspaper. But that way it's, it's kind of a pool. I'm pulling the news. I, I, there, was, there was an incident in Washington a couple weeks ago. I read about it on the papers, but then every time I walked into a hotel or a gym or something, CNN or Fox News would be on. And it was the same event they were talking about all day long for days and days and days. I was informed. I was up to speed with what was going on. I just didn't need to hear it constantly. So I find that like consuming news in the way that I want to and not overdosing from it is really beneficial for the psyche.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I still pick up a paper every now and then. I mean, I'm still in love with the Sunday paper and all the comics. You know, it's just a, it's a nice little escape from uh, all that lovely news that we got going on. So,
1: <laughs> do you read anything else but the comics on the Sunday papers?
0: I'm a big fan of the sports section. I'm a huge sports fan and I don't really think that there's a there's enough sports coverage going on right now in the news. You're right, it is very political. That's true. Well, I'm glad that football season's right around the corner, but anyway, I digress. So, Larry, I don't I don't know if you know, but is there is there any kind of data or science that kind of backs up the fact that using smartphones and all this technology can make you just like a little uh eh, hoo hoo Yes, uh,
1: actually, yes, there is. There's an awesome book by a guy named Nicholas Carr called *The Shallows*. I think it came out in about 2011, so it was about maybe four years into the whole smart feel, smartphone thing, and it talks a lot about it. it basically, it was a it was an iteration of a, a article that Nick Carr published called "Is the Internet Making Us Stupid?" and it talks about all this all these different kinds of studies that happen when people are big web users and, and what happens when people, when they start multitasking and shifting between applications in their computers and getting interrupted by their smartphone. And basically one of the conclusions is that like people that are on this are quote unquote suckers for irrelevancy. When people are constantly switching between devices and tasks and things, they really have a hard time distinguishing what is important and what is not important to pay attention to. So yes. Um, if anybody wants a really good, Interesting read, then I would definitely pick up *The Shallows*. Tons of information and refers to a ton of studies about this phenomenon.
0: Awesome, sweet. We'll we'll go ahead and include a link for that book in the uh, show notes. But uh, we're currently out of time. Larry, thank you so much for hopping on this week as a guest. I'm so excited to uh, to be a host of the podcast for a few weeks.
1: Well, you know what? I think that you're a. I think that you should be the new host. I think you're
0: awesome at this. <laughs> you can't see, but I'm blushing. Thanks for joining us on the 10-Minute Law Firm podcast. We will catch you next time. This is the 10-Minute Law Firm podcast. Be sure to subscribe and don't forget to rate and review so we can keep bringing you awesome content.